Hello from the members of First United Methodist Church in Royce City. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you find it meaningful and relevant. You're invited to join us for worship anytime, and you can learn more about our worship options, location, and small group opportunities by visiting our website, fumcroycecity.org. Today, we hear from our pastor, Reverend Chris Everson. May God bless you as you listen to His Word proclaimed. Oh God, you do call us to love our neighbor. You call us to love ourselves. So Lord, as we spend this time looking at your word, help it to guide us so that we may be your hands and feet and so that we may see your love for us. So we pray, Lord, that you let the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart here be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my strength, and my Redeemer. Amen. So we are starting a new series this week called Community, and uh, the importance of community in our lives. You know, we started this week because there are a lot of new things happening. There are a lot of new things going on. You know, it was so great to see April with a pom-pom and shaking it to talk about uh, Fusion coming up on Wednesday with our, our children's ministry and with a disciple a Bible study, three different disciple classes. It's great seeing uh, the, the study school classes, and we even have some uh, off-campus groups that are meeting to uh, do the community, Bible, uh, the community Bible study that we have going on. You know, it's great seeing people get connected with uh, ways to worship, like you know, the campout that's coming up, and we have a mission to uh, the Houston area to help with Hurricane Harvey Relief. You know, the, the simulcast is coming up on Saturday. All of these things are ways that we are, are, are lifting up so that you can get plugged into the life of the church, because the key is that we do life better when we're connected. We do life better when we have people that are, that are standing beside us and, and, and supporting us and, and cheering us on. That is such an important part of the church, and we do that because of the love that we have through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And today we are starting off this series, and the name of this sermon is called, called Show Up, because it's so important that in order to grow in faith, in order to, to be in community, you have to show up. You have to be a part of what's going on, because if you're not, then you're just going to miss out. And, and I don't want anybody to miss out on the love and grace of Jesus Christ. Now, our scripture for this morning, we'll, we'll get more into it towards the end of the sermon, but I want to go ahead and lift it up so you can have it in your mind as we're talking. Our, our scripture is from Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 and 25. I invite you to follow along in your Bibles or we have the words printed on the screen. So hear the word of the Lord. And let us consider each other carefully for the purpose of sparking love and good deeds. Don't stop meeting together with other believers. 
which some people have gotten into the habit of doing. Instead, encourage each other, especially as you see the day drawing near. The Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You know, before I came to Royce City, most of you may be uh, remember that I was uh, supposed to start a, a new church in the Wiley-Saxe area, and we got all of that going and all of that up and running, but there was something about that that, that kind of made my heart jump. And, and part of that had to do with going out to an area where I didn't know anyone and, and start introducing myself. Start sharing who I am. So I, I would go to events like I know chamber breakfasts, chamber lunches, ribbon cuttings, Rotary, Lions Club, you name it. I went to all of these places just to introduce myself. And there were some times whenever I did this that, that I didn't want to go. I, I'll admit, I didn't want to go at all. I didn't want to meet a new person Yeah. Yeah, your pastor is saying this, I know. I didn't want to meet a new person. I didn't want to have to go through my little spiel about what I was there to do. I didn't want to do any of that. So I would sit either at Starbucks or I would sit at home kind of like this. And go, I really don't want to go. But there was something. There was something that would happen that would get me up out of my seat and go to the event. And, and I would say probably, no, to be honest, six out of ten times, God did something in that moment. God either introduced me to somebody who became a, a really good friend. God introduced somebody that, that really helped move the church forward. God did something to help me grow as one of his disciples. And as that happened, and after I got done with that event, I would go to my car and just smack my, set, smack my head and go, that's why I was supposed to go. That is why I was supposed to show up. It's because God had an appointment for me. And it is through that appointment that I got to share God's love and grace with someone else. Maybe that's happened to you. Maybe that's something that has happened in your life where you realize that oh, you probably should go, but you really don't want to go because it's a lot more comfortable sitting at home watching TV, binge watching something on Netflix or, or playing a game or, or reading a book, you know, getting out to, to meet people. But when you actually do it, God shows up. And God reminds you, this is why I created you. I created you to be in community with others. Now, there are times for, for silence, and there's times for us to, to be alone so that we can have our own time with God, but God wants us to meet others. God wants to share his good news through us. And the best way 
that God is able to do that is when we just show up. When we just show up and allow God to move in and through us. Now, showing up comes in different forms. Like, one of the ways that showing up comes in the view is that we need to show up in order to, to be in relationship with God. There are times that we just need to let God be there with us. I'm reminded of an Old Testament story of uh, Samuel when he was just a, a little boy. If you're familiar with the Samuel story at all, you remember his mom couldn't give birth, and, and she prayed and prayed, and, and finally she gave birth to Samuel, and she handed him over to Eli so that he could become dedicated to God. So Samuel grew up in the temple next to Eli, learning all of the tricks and trades of, of being a priest. And one evening, Samuel went to bed. And Samuel laid down, and he heard somebody call his name, Samuel, Samuel. So Samuel gets up, and he runs to Eli's side and says, here I am. How can I help you? And Eli, probably wiping the, the sleep out of his eyes, says, I didn't call you. Go back to bed. So Samuel went back to bed, and once again, he hears the voice again, Samuel, Samuel. So he runs to Eli again, and Eli says, I did not call you. Go back to bed. Well, it happens a third time. But this time when Samuel goes to Eli, Eli starts to think, hmm, Samuel's hearing something and it's not me, so it must be the Lord. And he tells Samuel, the next time you hear something, say these words, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel goes back to bed one final time and God calls him again. Samuel, Samuel, Samuel sits up and he proclaims, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. You know, sometimes we're called to show up even when we feel like we are not equipped to answer the call. Sometimes we are called to, to show up, to hear what God has to say and what God wants to hear from each and every one of us is speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Now, I know a lot of people who listen to leadership podcasts. I know I'm, I'm one of them and and I hear all of these things about how you need to do this. Here's three tricks to improve how to uh, connect with other people. Here are three tricks on how to grow your business. Here are four tips on how to, you know, you, you name it. You've probably seen it online or you've probably heard it yourself. We spend a lot of time focusing on our ability how we do things, how we, how we move the needle forward, if you will. But through the story of Samuel, we see a different way of how God wants us to connect with him. See, God isn't really, doesn't really care much about our ability. 
What God really cares about is our availability, how we are open and available to Him. Then God will take the gifts and the graces that He has given us, and He will use those gifts so that we can share His love with others. Sometimes we don't want to be available. We want to, to, to put this barrier around ourselves so that God or others can't get in. But see, when we allow ourselves to be available to God, then we can show up for another reason. We can show up to share God's love with others. If we move to the New Testament, we see the story of Philip in, in, Luke chap, in Acts chapter 8. And in this story, Philip has had this amazing ministry in Samaria. He's going around and he's teaching and he's preaching. People are becoming Christians. They, they are baptizing him. Everything is wonderful and powerful. It's because Philip is allowing God to move through him. But then there's just this, this break in, in, in Acts chapter 8, and then we move to another section where Philip is being told to, to go to this road. And Philip doesn't know why, but because he has made himself available, he goes at God's prompting to, to this road. And as he's standing alongside this road, he sees this big caravan come through with this, with this giant chariot, and there's this Ethiopian uh, eunuch that's in this, uh, in this chariot, and he is a very powerful person. And as he goes by, he hears this Ethiopian reading from Scripture. And Philip walks up to the chariot and says, do you know what you are reading? And the Ethiopian says, well, how am I supposed to know what this is unless someone explains it to me? And Philip takes the time and the opportunity to unfold scriptures to this Ethiopian. And it becomes a moment where the Ethiopian gets so excited that he wants to become baptized, or he wants to, to, to accept all that God has done for them. So they get off of the chariot, and, and Philip goes and baptizes the Ethiopian. See, this is the lesson that we have when we allow ourselves to be open to God, to allow God to point us and to, to guide us in the direction where we can share God's love with others. If you notice, Philip just didn't come to the side of the chariot and just start blaring away about who Jesus was. Philip first listened. He first listened to hear what was going on with the Ethiopian, to hear the words, to hear his questions, to hear how he needed to understand or what he wanted to understand. We have a tendency now in our world to not listen at all. You know, when we look at social media posts, when we look at what's on the news, what's on the radio, what's in the newspapers, all we see is a lot of blasting their own points of view. If I get it out louder 
and, and, and bolder than anybody else, then I'm right and everyone else is wrong. We have a problem in our country and we probably have a problem inside of us that we are the ones who must always be right. That we don't want to listen to other points of views because, well, that might shoot a hole in what we believe in. And we have to hold on to who we are. Just think about the, the change that we had here with Philip and the Ethiopian. Two totally different worldviews. But because Philip knew and Philip listened to what was going on with the Ethiopian, he knew that he had the opportunity to share God's love in a powerful way. First, we have to listen, and then we just tell them our story. We have one, we have the best story to share with anyone. We don't have to spend time convincing people of, of, of what God is doing. All we have to do is to share. This is how God has moved in my life. This is how I've seen God work through my difficult situation. This is how I have seen God's presence in a powerful way. And once we are able to share our story, then it just allows us to share God's story, to share how much God loves us and cares for us, that he gave his son so that we may have life and life abundantly. See, when we show up, to allow God to move inside of us, when we show up to, to be available for others, then we are able to show up to pour into each other's lives. If we go back to Hebrews chapter 10, what were some of the things that we heard that we can do as we, we join together in community? We join together for the purpose of sparking love and good deeds. We don't join together to cause division. We don't join together to, to point at someone and say, well, you're wrong because I am absolutely right. No, we join together so that we can spark together love, or we can pursue or, 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 or push each other to love our neighbors as ourselves. We push each other so that we are able to do things that brings God's kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven. We do good things so that through all that we do, Christ may be praised. So my question for you this morning, as we think about this community series, and as we start this time together of, of building community, think about who, who, is, who do you have in your life that may need encouragement? 
Who do you have in your life? Maybe it's somebody that you've lost contact with a, a long time ago. Who is God calling you to reach out, to show up for, to be a presence of love and grace? Let me advance it just a little bit more. Who could you gather with so that you could grow in your faith? Who could you gather with so not only you can pour into somebody else's life, but maybe you could have someone else pour into your life to help you see a, a different perspective, help you see God working in a powerful and amazing way so that you can experience God's love. Trace and I, every Tuesday, we have a group of friends that we've met through uh, churches past that we get together, and that's our small group. It's, it's three other families besides ourselves, and we're all now uh, empty nesters, which I can't believe I'm saying I'm an empty nester. But, you know, we have, we're all are freed, and we are able just to gather, and it is one of the most blessed times of my week. And, you know, there are days, and you could probably tell, ask them too, there are days that I don't want to show up. There are days where I get home from work on Tuesday and I sit down on the couch, put my feet up, turn on the TV, and say, I am ready just to check out. But when I have the opportunity to show up with my friends, when I have an opportunity to show up with my small group, they feed into me. They allow God's love to speak to me. And I am able to support them and pray for them. And they, in turn, support Tracy and me. And they pray for us. And it is one of the most life-giving opportunities that I have as a disciple of Jesus Christ. So my friends, the challenge for you this week is to show up, to show up and to let God move through your relationships so that you can grow as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Oh God, we thank you for the opportunities we have to show up. Whether it is just to show up and to, to say, here I am, speak to me. Whether it is to show up in some of the most difficult times of our friends' or small groups' lives. But God, always encourage us to be open to how you are guiding and leading us. Always encourage us that when we don't feel like meeting at all, we are open to your leadings because life is better when we show up in community because in the midst of all the chaos, in the midst of all the difficulties, in the midst of all the trials, there is joy. There is peace. There is understanding because of the love 
that you have given us through your, your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And it is in his name that we pray. Amen.